When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? I'm George Reister, he's Ralph Amson, and this is Reister or Wrong. Up today, Sports Illustrated wants to spend $400 plus million to build a paradise in Mississippi. Will it work? Um, or will it be like ESPN restaurants? Um, Jim Jordan and Dave Portnoy are in cahoots. Bruh, can we please just make it stop? Um, as a part of Roger Goodell testifying in front of Congress. And top five today, our top five superheroes. And a subject I'm so excited about, Kyrie Irving, the Brooklyn Nets, and my Los Angeles Lakers. And we want to talk a little bit about Jalen Ferguson, Ravens player who just passed away. You guys can always hit us up, 818-293-7547. All right. We'll start, though, Ralph, with Sports Illustrated. They want to build a $400 million paradise that is uh, that essentially looks like a gaming... Like, okay, I'll read it. 
They want to build a mega resort on the Mississippi coast. One of the first in the U.S. It's going to include hotels, restaurants, and attractions Mississippi has never seen before. And from the renderings of it, it looks like it looks like Las Vegas. You know what I mean? Like it 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 looks like Las Vegas meets Wild World of Sports. So obviously they're going to be in on the gambling component because it's in Mississippi. So you can have casinos there. It is going to be like they're going to try to attract sports there. And events. Are you in on this or are you out? This sounds more like a like um, something up Barstool Sports Alley. Um, Sports Illustrated is, is kind of underwent an interesting evolution uh, because it is owned, the ownership group around it is is headed up by Jim Heckman, who uh, like co-founded Rivals, and then I think at one point got forced out at uh, at Scout, and then they went in on Sports Illustrated, ended up laying a bunch of people off, and then they went to like the team specific model, and they 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 must be doing decent, and they are financially b- b- behind a paywall too. Yes, some of their stuff is, some of their stuff isn't. They have a couple of, uh, I think Bruce Feldman is uh, one of their main guys. They they have a couple of big-time writers still Wait, Bruce Feldman's not at The Athletic anymore? I can't, uh, it's, one of, it's one of those guys. It's either Feldman or, 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 or Woken, or it's not Thamel because he's at ESPN now. One of those guys is still at Sports Illustrated. Um, they have somebody. Like, they're, they're, they're not... Uh, they're not completely uh, down and out. The team-specific thing is interesting. Um, you know, I had I had a friend that was running the Arizona State one for a while. I'm just I'm a little bit surprised that this is uh, that they would that they would have the ability to to acquire the financing to build something like this. And I'm also a little bit surprised at the location. I just spent time on the Mississippi coast for the very first time last year, when I was moving out to, uh, to Charlotte, I, I drove my wife's car back. I stopped in Biloxi for a night, left a couple hundred bucks in the hard rock there. This is actually not right down on the coast. This is, this is not only inland, um, past the little, uh, the, the inlet and the Delta it's, it's up, I think toward the 10, Yes, uh, freeway, I believe. And so it's not going to be right on the water. It's going to be a little bit more accessible for people coming in and out, but it's oh, not going to be right and, down on the water like the hard rock is. And do you know what that probably makes it a little bit safer for because because the Mississippi does have a tendency to flood sometimes. And the last thing that you want is your four hundred million dollars getting run down the river. Yeah, and it's it's also it's also got uh, as any tourist trap does. There's some there's some townies and there's some riffraff. <laughs> there's some transient populations that sort of make the. Uh, I mean, everywhere's the same. California, Florida, like it, it, you you have people who uh, um, make a living trying to nickel and dime the people who are passing through. Um, which you know, I, I guess that's uh, a, a better way to uh, support the economy than actually dropping it in Sports Illustrated or Hard Rock <laughs> in their pocket. Yeah, because um, on the renderings, though, it looks like it's actually going to have. It looks like part six flags, part you know, uh, yeah. So like part amusement park, part like that. It, that it's a that they're trying to make it a place where a family says, "Oh, 
we'll go there because mom and dad can gamble. We can send the kids to the amusement park at the same time. And then there's water slide like that, that it's more like a, you know, like a place that I just went to in the Bahamas where, yeah. um, like, like a bar mar or a, an Atlantis here is and stop me if I start to sound incredibly sexist. Um, but he, here's one of the things for me. So what they're saying, and this is a very interesting quote, is that they think they'll draw between one and two million visitors a year. There's a big gap between one and two million. Yes. <laughs> like that's that's a big difference. But do we think that the the Mississippi coast can be a family vacation destination that is dad driven? Because most family vacations, it's like one of the biggest priorities is like we need to find a place where mom's going to be comfortable, where mom can relax. That's the one of the perfect balances of Las Vegas is that you you have something for everybody, including on oh, the family. That's what this side, is intended to do. Clearly, I, I mean, see, so here's you think the it's thing just is- the Sports Illustrated name will be like guys will be like, well, I like sports, and then you know they'll women will be like, oh, the beach, and then they'll have a few. Uh, Ferris wheels and stuff for the kids. And they think that'll be, that'll be enough to make the Mississippi coast instead of going out to uh, making a trip out to Florida and leaving your money at, you know, one of the, of the parks down there. Um, You, do you think this is actually viable? Yes, dude. If you can get volleyball tournaments to come down there, like, cause if you can get the tournaments to go down there, whether it's seven Mm -hmm. on seven volleyball, like, and get people there to experience it first. And then they're like, Oh wait, hold on. No, no, no. We will happily come back there. That's how you attract parents. There is you force them to come there first. And then if they figure out, Oh wait, this is an adult, uh, hangout spot too. We're we're in like this is a place we can head to on the weekend, and it's not and it's upscale too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is an so absolute. Yeah, you, win. Could, you pull people from pull people from Louisiana, pull people from from northern Florida, and then you know obviously you have everything that's that that's north of there. I think it could be a, a regional boon. I anything that's helpful for Mississippi, I'm sort of. Uh, I'm sort of all about because they're they're like the butt of the joke of America. Like people like to people like to joke about Florida. People like to joke about California. But like when it comes to all the measurables and the metrics, whether it's like obesity or education or crime or or poverty, it's always like, oh, there's Mississippi down there at 48 or 49. <laughs> Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas, you know, but yeah. uh, but. But uh, they would they would hate to live in California, though. It's miserable out here. <laughs> I'm just fascinated to see if, you know, wh- why Sports Illustrated? Why isn't this something MGM didn't take on or um, or Harrah's or, you know, mm. or, or somebody more established in this area? That's a good what question. Does, what does Sports Illustrated think is in it for them that this would be the, the boost to them or the next evolution for them? Because, like, you brought up ESPN Zone. Yeah. And I think if it, and, if it wasn't for ESPN Zone, we wouldn't have Sam Ponder. So <laughs> shout out yeah. to ESPN Zone. Yo. She got discovered as a waitress there. Yeah. Um, but I, I, those things went bye bye, I think. Yeah. Yes, they yes they did. And you, may, you raised a very good point. Why didn't they do it? Hmm. Hmm. And they are in that business of gambling and making money. Uh, but they do already have casinos in Mississippi. So, you know, 
They may have just been like, we're not building another one. Um, all right, next thing up. This clip went viral today. And this is Roger Goodell speaking in front of Congress because of the Washington football team, because their ownership can't behave themselves. So he had to show up in front of Congress. And here is what he said. Ban Dave Portnoy from NFL Games. Pardon me, I couldn't hear your question. Why do you ban Dave Portnoy from NFL Games? He's a journalist. In fact, he's a sports journalist. Why is he banned? Uh, Congressman, I'm not familiar with that uh, issue. I'm happy to really? check with my staff, but I'm not aware of that. First thing, why on earth is Jim Jordan in a hearing about the Washington commanders? First of all, he referred to them as the Redskins probably 10 times, knowing better. First, of all, I wish Roger Goodell had been like, sir, um, excuse me, they are the Washington commanders. I, I wish he had corrected it. First he did. I think at one point. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it was after just yeah. a repeated, you know, just time and time again. But why is Jim Jordan caping for for Dave Portnoy? In the middle of something that is completely unrelated, I don't get it. I think that. Uh... Here, my my theory on this is that Jim Jordan is trying to build a case against the NFL um, being pro-free speech on the heels of the Jack Del Rio thing, on the heels of the, the uh, Kaepernick settlement, on the heels of the, the Redskins having to change their name to the Commanders, which, by the way, happened 30 years too late. Um, and I think that Jim Jordan is trying to, like, basically just craft an argument to say that, like, no, you what you care about is, is controlling whatever narrative to use, to use Dave Portnoy being banned by the NFL. And then to refer to him as a journalist is one of right. the most disingenuous things I have ever seen Dude, just within Dave the lane Portnoy of like is not a journalist. That's would, like calling I, you, me a, I am not a journalist. That is, he, I don't think he, I've never seen him refer to himself non-jokingly as a, as a journalist, that's not even something that Dave Portnoy would have said. So that part is wild. And and then, like, why the hell did Roger Goodell lie to Congress? He's lying. Are you are you sure? Oh my gosh! Yes, I'm no, absolutely sure. Pay attention to what uh, he said. He didn't say he wasn't familiar with Dave Portnoy. He said he wasn't familiar with him being banned. Come on now. Of course he is. Are you sure? How do you know? Because it made national news when I, because I think, first of all, I think Dave Portnoy got like arrested at a deflate gate protest, no, which no, led he to his showed ban. up at the NFL offices and he got arrested for trespassing and then banned. And then that's what got him kicked out of the 2019 Super Bowl, which again made national news. And then, uh, uh, um, Sean Payton wore a bar stool designed yeah. Roger Goodell clown nose shirt in a press conference about his, I uh, think regarding his bounty gate. Yes, suspension. Around, yes. And then Dave Portnoy also won an auction that would have allowed him to spend time with Roger Goodell and Roger Goodell reversed course on the auction and refunded the money. Like Dave Portnoy has done everything to get, Roger Goodell's attention 
after being there. The whole point is to just harass Roger Goodell. In fact, in response to this, Dave Portnoy called <laughs> Dave Portnoy called Roger Goodell Hitler. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, so everybody is applauding Dave Portnoy. I am applauding Roger Goodell for this. I'm applauding Roger Goodell. He pulled the LeBron on Skip Bayless. Like, he did exactly what LeBron does to Skip Bayless. Skip will talk about LeBron incessantly, day in and day out. How many times have you ever heard LeBron mention Skip's name? I have never heard, ever. Okay, and and Ever. Roger Goodell is just like I don't even know that do this like that is is that not the greatest thing that you can do if you're in his position is literally not even acknowledge his existence. That is winning on every level. Like I'm not even going to acknowledge you as a human being, and damn sure not as an important human being. Because if he had answered that question in any way, it would have been followed up with more subsequent questions about him. He like, listen, I don't know nothing about that. I don't know anything about a suspension. I mean, about a ban. There's the that. LeBron comparison is interesting. The LeBron comparison is interesting because Skip Bayless got filthy rich off of LeBron's name and LeBron not only refuses to acknowledge him, but like regularly, regularly acknowledges Shannon Sharp. Yes. Uh, which is pretty yes. funny. <laughs> yes. He pretends like he's doing a one man show. And I like, and I enjoy that because I think that that's a lot more of a, of a disingenuous thing of like, don't give Skip Bayless any oxygen. He's already surviving off of a, a, a complete lack of it anyway. Um, who knows if LeBron did say his name, Skip Bayless's head might actually physically explode. Um, but the, <laughs> the, the whole thing with, with like that, there's a difference when you're in front of Congress. And again, the line of questioning is completely disingenuous. And Jim Jordan, not a, not a great person. If he's a defender of your values, that's fine. But as a human being, no, thank you. Um, yep. uh, but like, uh, He's pretty clearly lying. And then and then Dave Fortnoy calling Roger Goodell Hitler on social media in response to that. It's just like I, I don't I Hitler Goodell bro, makes, bro <laughs> we should like shut up, Dave. Shut up, Dave. Like, come on. Get out of here. I and I think we've spent enough time on this, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Uh, All right. Now it is time for our top five. One of our favorite segments. Top five today, and today, top five superheroes of all time. And I did not give Ralph the criteria for for this, so I know that he's going to come up with some wacky uh, criteria that that uh, that he came up with for his rationale for his for his B side list. I know that tough. Ralph. I know that you made a B side list. I know you did. Okay. All right. It's, were you a comic book kid? Nope. Oh, Watched man. him on TV. I was. I was, I was. Uh, a big time. Uh, not not to the point where like it lasted into adulthood. It was a lot like pro wrestling with me. If like if they were making pro wrestling movies uh, about like fictionalized pro wrestling movies about this the characters from the nineties, I would also spend money to watch every single one of those. But it didn't like once I once I turned twenty, I don't think I 
my kids read comics now. They tell me about different stuff, but I, most of the stuff that I'm watching in movies, you know, some of it's news to me because it's things that happened after 2004 um, in comic books. But I was pretty invested before that. So uh, I'm going to try not to get frustrated with some of your answers here that are completely based off of what you've seen on screen. Oh, oh, I know that some of them are different. So so don't get 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 me wrong. You're going to you're going to come up with like Mr. Miracle and, you know, <laughs> uh Nightcrawler and Oh uh, my god, dude. That's and, not fair. And Nova <laughs> or something like that. Oh, uh, I'm so frustrated. So should I just give you, you my number 5 right now? Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. It's Kitty. It's Kitty Pride. I know it. Come oh, on. Oh, you're such a dick. My number five is Nightcrawler. <laughs> ah! I told you. I absolutely told you that he was gonna. Okay. Now, for those uninitiated, tell the people who Nightcrawler is. Nightcrawler, uh, Kurt Kurt Wagner. He's a like a German circus act. He was born with like dark like pantherish skin and a long tail he looks he looks like a human animal but he can teleport which i think is the sickest like single the for for the for the heroes that have just like one power they can only do one thing um that is the one that if i could have anything there's a lot of people that say like oh i would fly i love the idea of like of of teleportation right like I mean, why waste time flying when you could just be there like that and i think he can also teleport anybody he's in contact with so like uh, I especially was, with I know a lot of people prices are like, right now. Yeah, I know a lot of people are like Nightcrawler, isn't that a Jake Gyllenhaal movie? That's a great Jake Gyllenhaal movie, but no, so I like Nightcrawler. I thought the two movie versions, the two movie adaptations of him were super cool. One of my favorite scenes from any superhero movie ever is Nightcrawler almost assassinates the president in X-Men 2. X-Men is also one of my favorite things yes. and this is the only X-Men character that I have in my top five because he was my favorite in the X-Men. It's the power that I think is the coolest. So Nightcrawler is my number five and screw you for, for spoiling it before. <laughs> and we didn't talk about it. All right. So, uh, so, so I know that we're going to see like iron fist, silver, silver no, surfer. Iron fist sucks. And uh, what's wrong with silver surfer? <laughs> and Jonah, Jonah hex is going to be on your list. Oh All my right. God, dude. Fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Um, all right, my number five. This man actually has no superpowers, but he is a superhero because he has... Because he has nerves of steel. He, Sully Sullenberger? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is Batman. Batman oh. has been... Listen, the man has wow. no superpowers. Superpowers being super rich. And uh, and he doesn't even... The, re, the thing that makes him so super is he doesn't even have to fight crime. He chooses to. Because he's got a mission. His backstory. Parents were killed by these... Uh, vandals and and ruffians, and he must avenge this for the rest of his life. He's so rich he doesn't even have to do this, but he chooses a life of service. You should be you should be in on this. You chose what was that the uh, the uh, job corps the whatever the hell you oh, chose AmeriCorps? yeah the AmeriCorps. <laughs> this is you poverty yes a life of poverty in in the process. Yeah, there's a couple of things about Batman that make me a little uncomfortable. It's like he has a billion dollars, but he still goes out at night and chokes out like somebody stealing a stick of gum from the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> like that one, I'm a little bit like, oh, maybe him and maybe maybe him and Elon Musk aren't that different. Like, <laughs> like dude, I just I just need to I need to go on Twitter and troll somebody because I'm and I'm, Batman's I'm made inside. a lot of really good movies. There are a couple bad ones. Yes, but yeah, if you're um, if you're in it for just the movie side and the fact that he squares off against the coolest villains of and Batman is the coolest villains, which and he always wins. And you're a Floyd Mayweather fan, so it's kind of it's you go with the you go with the undefeated guy. <laughs> wow, with all the money, and Batman has never died. So, so there's that. All right, okay. who's your number four? Come on. Oh, this is going to be no, th- this is going to be another one where you make fun of me. Hawkman. Come on. <laughs> Hawkman. This is a th- this is um 
me uh this is just me giving a shout out to my dad's people there is one superhero in the entire like marvel canon that is uh northern cheyenne and her name is danielle moonstar she goes by mirage i told you come on now but but Um, but uh this is acceptable all right. She will make you see uh, like whatever your biggest fear is. Well, that's so, terrifying. Like, yeah, like give you waking, waking nightmares, like go insane or whatever. But she's from the Northern Cheyenne Res. That's where my dad's from. And so I always as a kid, as a little kid, um, I would get these the new mutant comics that came out in the early 80s. And I just thought it was so cool that there was some representation of some kind in there so she was she was definitely my favorite but i'm done i'm done with the uh with 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 the small time characters after that (laughs) my number four another rich guy with no superpowers but he kicked off one of the greatest movie runs that we've ever seen and that is iron man and the coolest part is He's what one of the only superheroes that you actually know who his actual who he actually is as a person. He's like, I'm Tony Stark. Like you, you don't need to guess who's in this, who's behind this Iron Man mask. I'm Tony Stark, homie. When you see me flying, you know who it is. He's really about that life. He doesn't need a, 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 a secret identity. So, yes. Okay. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I'm sensing a theme. You know, you made fun of Iron Fist, but he's also a billionaire. If you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna add him to your list, nope. Okay, Spectre. Uh, Spectre is your number. Th- oh my god, three. dude, chill. Uh, my number three is uh, another one that you already spoiled, but it's not even a peripheral character. It just hasn't been in any movie. If you're a comic book fan, this is one of the biggest <laughs> heroes of all time. Okay, come on. They put him in one movie and it was really bad and it's not compelling because he's not defeatable. And that's Silver Surfer. I know, dude. I knew you were going to say like Silver Surfer, bro. But that's not like a peripheral character. That's like one of the biggest comic book characters of all time. And his whole thing is he was uh, he was kind of a slave um, who was sent to Earth to destroy Earth either for, I don't know, Galactus or Thanos. One of the two. He was sent ahead to prepare a planet to be consumed and he came to earth and he instead fought back and he saved earth and then he stuck around. And I just, I love that character arc of going from like more of like indentured servitude. Like which which universe is he in? He's Marvel. He's Marvel. He's like, he's like uh, the um, DC has green lantern who can kind of do anything because of his ring. Silver Surfer can kind of do anything like limitless power, but he's got like a surfboard. So he's like Marvel's version of Green Lantern. And he was sent to Earth to destroy it or prepare it for destruction. And he was an indentured serv- servant who uh, who had. Um, but he, ba- he like he, he basically like went against his uh, his enslavement to save Earth. And I always thought that was the coolest thing. OK, ever. so, so that's uh, 2030, we will we will get to more of the B-side characters. OK. In, in the movies. All right. <laughs> My number three. This one, even though we only got one movie about him, he was in a couple of other movies as well. But this was probably the most impactful character to little, little black and brown kids, and that's Black Panther. 
mm-hmm. to actually see, like you, like like you said uh, about the Native American character. What was what was the, what was the name of that character again? Mirage. Yeah, Mirage. Mirage. It, the impact of seeing yourself in such a positive way, how that impacted people. And I know people can be like, "What are you talking about? It's a superhero. Superheroes are the same." No, they're not. Like you would notice if if none of them ever looked like you. It's it's like if you're a white person and you go to a cookout and you're the only white person there, you may not be. That doesn't mean that you're racist for noticing like, damn, ain't no other white white people around here. You just notice the same thing with characters and to see such a like intelligent, powerful, smart, somebody who overcomes adversity, all those things and then saves the day. And that's Black Panther is my number three. All right. Uh, I like it. I like it. My number two. Uh, it, okay, so you you gotta you, you're actually gonna determine whether I'm not I'm even allowed to have this as a number two. Does it have to be someone who is always a hero? No. Or can it be someone who's kind of on both sides, but like a hero is their nemesis? Ooh, so like, are you are are you talking about? Um, oh, what's that? What's that? Oh, are you talking about like Deadpool, like that kind of thing? I'm talking about Venom. Because mm. Venom is a Spider-Man villain, right? Correct. But he's not like a villain villain. He just doesn't like Spider-Man. Correct. 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 I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll leave that one on the back burner because I would say okay. then if we're if we're talking like villains or in between, Venom's my favorite. I'll go ahead and throw number two out. My number two. Morbius favorite, is kind of uh, like that too. Yes, he is. Um, uh, Blade. Speaking of vampires, Blade is my number two. Okay. Uh, the Daywalker. Uh, that's just like that kicks ass a vampire that is alive in the day that wants to kill all of the the vampires so like not the the entire idea that like you could be stricken with um the same thing that like you would think makes people evil but you actually have a choice and so and the movies are just absolutely fantastic like wesley snipes yeah uh okay some, some the the line some mfers are always trying to ice skate uphill is the best line of any superhero movie ever delivered. Ralph, there you go. Now you've gotten on the right track, buddy. Now you've gotten on (laughs) the right track. My number two. Never thought this guy would be my number two, but he is by far had, I mean, aside from Batman, he's had the, like, probably the most movies made about him. And some of them are fantastic, including the cartoon ones. And 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 he's got this Steph Curry vibe because I talked about like one of the things that <laughs> that's people, pretty funny. Yeah, that people love about Steph Curry is that he's like every man, you know that that it he doesn't have these amazing powers where he's six foot six, two hundred and thirty pounds, can jump through the roof, and you know seven feet like Shaq. Like he doesn't have that. The one thing that we can all do is be better shooters. We can't be Steph, but we can all shoot better. Like there's something that we can do to be better as opposed to just being God given on top of that. And that's why Spider-Man is my number two. Because he is he's and also that's kind of the reason why people hate on his legacy like Steph 
is because they're like, oh, well, the bigger dudes, they'll actually defeat him when it matters the most. They'll just run him over when it matters the most. But Spider-Man just finds a way to win all the time. What and, a wild and that, comparison. And, that, I and now we find, found out that there are like, and he's the one who introduced us to the multiverse really too. Who really took us all the way in. And the last Spider-Man movie was fantastic, bro. Fantastic. Spider-Man's cool. And now that I have a bunch of kids and especially one who is obsessed with Spider-Man, I won't say anything bad. I will just say the reason he's not on my top five is I don't like a guilt-driven hero. I don't, like, it's not, it doesn't appeal to me of like, oh, I yeah. messed up once, so I have to spend my entire yeah, life Yeah, his ghosts. mission is kind of, yeah, he is always trying to make up for some Instead of having, like, a noble cause, like, he always has to, you know, be trying to make up for something. Good point. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 Uncle, the Uncle Ben thing, like, he should have been good after saving, like, the first hundred lives that he saved, that should be worth the... The one that was his fault. Yep. That's, uh, you can you can debate that uh, amongst yourselves. Uh, my number one is uh, the, the thing that appeals to me the most is, it, you know, if there was a person out there that didn't have the physical gifts that it took to be a hero, but they had everything else, and then they were given that, and then they made sure that it was never wasted. Like, it didn't. The, the money didn't change them. The fame didn't change them. The power didn't change mm. them. They stayed rooted in, in who they were. Uh, and that's Captain America. I love oh God. Captain America. Oh, God. Love Captain America. Oh, man, dude. The I entire, the entire idea that you. Captain America, that for all those reasons, it feels like it, it's too Americana. And for, and for black people, and I'm, a, and I'm a proud American. But like. It's it, literally it the Spider-Man the story. It feels too on it's the nose. Literally the spi- it's literally the Spider-Man story. No. No. It, it's, like, it's like two blonde hair, blue eyes, right on, right on the nose for me. What? Oh, Steve, Steve Rogers too white? I don't know if I'd say too, too white, just too... It's just to America, like right on, right on the nose. All right, that's fine. You hate Captain America? No, 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 no. I don't hate Captain America. I'll, I'll play Dave Portnoy. Call you Hitler because <laughs> you don't right. like Captain America. My number one is the most badass, and my only DC. Well, actually, no. I have two, two, two DC guys. Um, and that is this dude has, uh, this dude is unkillable until the last movie which i don't even know how that they were allowed to kill him they just didn't want to make any more movies for a while and uh and that is wolverine wolverine dc oh x-man oh duh excuse excuse me i I apologize i'm i should have just let you say it (laughs) and let the comic book weirdos come for you Ah, so i Okay, so and and I know better because the X Men are getting ready to start coming into the Marvel movies too. So, any anyways, um, I just love the fact that like that he's unkillable. He's kind of like he's got a bad backstory, but then but then when Wolverine actually shows you love and cares about something, he will go to the ends of the earth for you. He uh he's he can run fast, he can jump high, he's got the claws. 
Like he's he's badass, dude. I respect Wolverine. I would say that you're putting out some like uh uh feminine we love the protector energy right now. <laughs> Women love Wolverine, dude. They love Wolverine because like you you have to earn his affection and he is a protector. He's like the bad like boy. That. He's like the ultimate bad boy. He is boy the bad energy. boy. He got a motorcycle, he got a leather jacket. He got a stogie. Oh, he's God. a loner, so you don't have to worry about him going out with his friends. He's older. He's way older, so you got your daddy issues wrapped up in it. <laughs> oh my God! Women okay. love Wolverine, and yeah, then you got the whole Hugh Jackman thing. I will say, it is my favorite portrayal of uh, of a comic book character. The like eight times that Hugh Jackman did it, and he did. He definitely doesn't get enough credit for uh, which. What is it? The the Wolverine with the one that takes place in Japan. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that that was super good. That movie's super underrated. All right. If you notice, we both did not have one of the probably one of the oldest comic book characters came out in 1938. Do you know who I'm talking about? And one of the most Uh, famous talking about the symbol for hope boy, the alien from Kansas. Yes. Superman. Superman is the, and and, and true truthfully like if you ask kids Superman is not on their their list because I double dog dare you to find a good Superman movie try to try to find a good Superman movie please I mean maybe Superman 2 but that's so damn old that like that most you probably it's old enough to where you probably haven't even seen Superman 2 here is, uh, yeah, you're right. If, again, same rule. If a movie was made before 1993, 94, I probably haven't seen it. Um, but Superman is tough in this day and age because the thing that has made modern superheroes attractive, and it's the reason why when they put like an unstoppable uh, force in a movie, the movie doesn't do as well unless that unstoppable force is a villain. Um People want you to have some type of weakness to overcome. They want you to feel accessible in some type of way. I had Silver Surfer on my list. The reason that nobody likes Silver Surfer and the reason you can't put Silver Surfer in a movie is because he's just all silver. Like you can't recognize yourself in him and he has no weaknesses uh, to to really like say like, oh, he overcame this. It's one of the reasons Spider-Man is so popular. Like he's smaller, the death of his uncle, you know, all this stuff. And, and like uh, Wolverine has to overcome his own personality. Yep. Like everybody has this thing that they have to overcome. Superman is an invincible alien with one weakness that you re- like, you literally have to make up a way. Right. You have to like someone randomly happens upon kryptonite and that's the only way that you can. And even the Batman versus Superman, like they had to, they had to kill Superman in order to make him, interesting and that's what has gotten really really tough for people to embrace super I, I think superman's fine but like the the idea that he can't be beaten so there's no like first take debate nature on like because if you yeah. say uh, superman versus whoever what's the answer whoever no superman's no 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 no, no, no no oh 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 i thought you were talking about who would who would you choose but in a fight superman right and so that's the thing of like 
And that goes back to like your whole like Bill Russell Celtics thing. Like who they didn't have anybody. Yep. They were never in danger. Okay. <laughs> like, so, and the other thing is that we're going to ca- catch some flack for it because this is the month of title, the 50th anniversary of Title IX. Where was Wonder Woman, who I thought Gail, Gail Godot did a fantastic job, has done a fantastic job in two movies. I liked the, I loved, absolutely loved the first one, liked the second one. There's like Wonder Woman, there's Phoenix. Um, hey, I. I had a female and a woman of color. Thank you very much. <laughs> People get mad at send your hate to at George Reister on Twitter. Yeah. Um, oh, and I'm a huge cat Catwoman fan for all the sexist reasons imaginable. Who is your favorite fe- female superhero just based on like powers alone? Based upon powers alone. Yeah. I mean, I guess you have to go with like Thor probably. Thor is not a female. He just oh. has pretty hair. Oh, you, oh, you said female. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> favorite. Okay. So, like, she's I such don't, a. I'm, she's such I'm a. I'm threatened by a, Jean Grey. The mind yes. games thing. I'm threatened by that. Yes. She is absolutely. Yes. She is scary. I want no part of Jean, Jean Grey because who wants their mind controlled? And then the second thing is. Based upon powers alone, oh my, oh, oh my God, it's got it's got to be the Scarlet Witch. She's terrifying, bro. And the yeah. way she is about her her kids is incredible. Um, so I I asked my youngest son, who's ten years old, to give me his okay. list. Right. Okay. Number five, Wonder Woman. Number four, Superman. Number three, Thor. Number two, Iron Man. Number one, Spider Man. Yeah, that's my Spider Man's gonna be Spider Man's gonna be my number one for probably two of my two of my sons. They they're all about it. It's yeah, it, it's it's really really hard. Like I don't know what it is the cool factor of it, and then you throw Miles Morales in there, yeah, and the multiverse and all that yes. stuff. Like and 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 oh my god, what Tom Holland is ridiculous. Yes. And Andrew Garfield slept on too, and and I, I even give credit to Tobey Maguire, even though Spider Man Three is the worst movie ever made. Um, but no, I I get Spider Man. I just it it never guilt driven heroism has never appealed to me. Of like, yeah. if I don't do this, I'll feel bad. I don't yeah. like that. I'm I'm surprised that like Human Torch, Shazam, or uh, you know, Shazam's did- one of those ones I didn't even know about till the movie came out. Yeah. Or um Kitty Kitty Pride, Black Canary. He's so dumb. <laughs> what are you like I'm Mr. Man what? Mr. Manhattan. That that should have been on your list. Okay. Starfire. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you that you didn't have Hulk. Why? I don't know because he's Hulk. Uh, a guy, a guy who rages and and can't can't control <laughs> yeah. his temper. That's, that's not that's not appealing to me. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, "Chef, what course are we on?" I've, I've lost count. Or shoot that, shoot that. 
and even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith. And we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com blueprints. All right, the next thing up, uh, Kyrie Irving. The news about him, uh, potentially uh, whether he's going to opt out by June 29th and just walk away from the Brooklyn Nets or whether they're going to sign him to a long-term deal, which they have been reluctant to do. Now, this Brooklyn Nets situation, them trading away Karis LeVert and Jared Allen to make room for Kyrie Irving and then Kevin Durant, and then uh, James Harden, it has been an unmitigated disaster up to this point. It hasn't worked at all. It hasn't worked. But a lot of it has to do with injury, the pandemic. Like, there are so many reasons why it has not worked. But the right, I mean, like, so has this been a result of bad decision making by the Brooklyn Nets? Or has this just been bad luck? I would say some bad luck, some bad luck. The idea of pairing Kyrie and, and KD together is not 
bad decision making. If you could have pulled that off with just to have them on your Lakers, I'm sure you would have gone for okay. that. Like I don't. Okay, so that's what, and that's the part is that it on its face it appears like sound decision making. Even though Kevin Durant was hurt, if you checked out the medicals and 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 you've seen what he's been like since you that's been a quality decision we can agree with right he has the type of game where he could lose athleticism and be yeah a monster yeah. still so not many guys have that so so that even still to this day has been a good decision right yes. Kyrie Irving there were some signs <laughs> with the way that he left I mean it's the truth there were some signs with the way he left Cleveland with everything that happened in Boston and then him leaving after saying, I'm going to resign and all of that stuff. So there were signs, but Kyrie is so damn good that we treat him like the dad or the mom who's supposed to show up and they convince us every single time. Like, yo, I'm coming. I will not let you down this, this time. I'm not going to, I won't have to work this entire trip. And then they, you end up sitting in the hotel room while they're working the entire time. Like something will always come up, but he's so good that we and we actually, truthfully, we actually like Kyrie, Kyrie because we do believe that he's got a good heart. Like, like we we don't believe he is a malicious person or acting out of you know what I mean. Like that he has bad intentions for actually anybody. Right, but I. I mean, he makes what thirty five, forty million a year, and he's out here tweeting 30. the other day. Nobody, nobody should own land. Yeah, well, you, I guarantee you own some, my friend. But uh, okay, so, so then that got me to thinking. All right. Oh wait, um, the James Harden situation though. That was a bad decision. Bringing in James yeah. Harden was a bad decision because he's not a winner. There's nothing about him as a winner. So they have, and then they traded him to Brooklyn, which um, traded him to Philadelphia, which then seemed like a good decision, right? That's what I'm saying is that they haven't been made all bad decisions, but you, but you know what it is. You know why they're losing, why this hasn't worked out the same, the same reason why it hasn't fully worked out for my Lakers. You know why? Okay. It's a get-rich-quick scheme. Yes. It is a get-rich, and do get-rich-quick schemes ever work for the long term? They only work for the first people to do it, for the pioneers of the, for, for the, for the pioneers of it, the ones that convince you that you should try to. Yeah, and then, and then as soon as you try to, they skirt out the back door. <laughs> that Miami right, got, the, Miami got <laughs> rich quick. Building depth. Yep. Yeah. Miami got rich quick, blew up quick. The uh, Boston Celtics. And you notice Miami has not gone back to the well on that. No. They have tried to build up their team through other means to make it sustainable after they got the juice from from those two titles. Is there anything more sustainable than what's going on in Golden State? No. Or what's going on in like Memphis? And, you know, like these things feel sustainable. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, stuff like Memphis draft, like John Morant falling in their lap, and then they're drafting Brandon Clark in the middle of the first round. Like stuff like that is is the type of stuff that allows you to build 
a foundation. And now the Warriors are in a place where if they if they wanted to, they could put together a package of uh, like Looney and Wiseman for DeAndre Ayton or some sort of nonsense, and then just fortify what they already have. It's scary. The Warriors the Warriors are very scary to me right now. Uh, be- and, and then we have already talked about the fact that Boston has every single player on that team under contract. And so you don't have to make a single change and that to be considered the favorite coming out of the East. And they did enough in that finals to convince themselves that with, uh, with, with maybe some additional scoring uh, added to what they already have, that they would have been the better team. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, what, what's going on with Brooklyn right now? Like they either have to, they, they either have to double down on it and hope that maybe there's an injury or two in the East and then everybody's healthy, but it sounds like Kyrie wants out. Um, this whole Lakers thing is concerning to me uh, for the most part, because if you leave crypto.com arena and you make your, your way over to the one Oh one, you're only about a 20 minute drive from the church of Scientology celebrity. They're going to come yet. for Kyrie, bro. They will come for Ky- Kyrie. That's so, the one that the one evolution left for Kyrie is Kyrie, the Scientologist. All right. So there are, uh, well, he's, a Muslim now, I believe. So I doubt that they'll be able to get him. Um, Maybe the first Muslim Scientologist, Native American, black crypto investor with his own Discord who plays eight games a season. <laughs> All right, there are a couple trades that 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 could work for the Lakers. Lakers get Kyrie Irving and Seth Curry from Brooklyn. The Brooklyn Nets get. John Wall's expiring contract and the Rockets get Russell Westbrook and a 2027 first round pick from the Lakers. The money matches. John Wall gets to play. I'd love John Wall to get to play, but I'd also love for him to collect 47 million from his couch. Oh, he's Yeah. If there was any doubt was, was he opting in? I would have bet my entire year's salary that he was opting in at $47 million. He hasn't played a game in three seasons almost. Um, I'm so proud of John Wall. <laughs> like, if you want to talk trash about him, that's fine. But I, in me, in my mind, he's done nothing wrong. Nope. He's done no, no, one thing. He is living the American dream right now. Facts. But he's probably sad because, you know, he wants to play basketball. And he's. Yeah. He tried. Didn't he ask to play last year? Yes. And he's been. Yeah relegated to men men's leagues and runs and open runs. All right. Or Lakers get Kyrie and Seth Curry. The Nets get Miles Turner and Malcolm Brogdon. And the Pacers get Russell Westbrook and a 2028 first rounder. It feels like whoever gets Russ is just getting an expiring contract at the end of his career. Um, I would love to see, I think Russ in Indianapolis would be kind of fun. Uh, because whatever they tried to do, whatever they thought they had, uh, didn't happen when TJ Warren decided that the bubble was the only place that he was going to be any good. Oh, my God. Bro, <laughs> you talk about... Dude, he <laughs> went full Jeremy Lin. He went yeah. Lin Sanity. He went TJ Sanity, and now it has... He definitely had his moment. But it, it feels like it feels like either of these scenarios ends up with you having to deal with uh, an already overly interesting Lakers roster that adds Kyrie to the mix. Yep. But, and I, I, it, it, see, I mean, is there any scenario in which you end ourselves. up happy? Yeah. <laughs> because at, at least we, we can convince ourselves that after Kyrie saying that 
things, if he were more mature, things would have worked out differently in Cleveland. So maybe he is more mature and LeBron's the guy that can keep him on the, on the rails. We can convince ourselves of that for at least half the season, but I don't know how he's going to deal with COVID protocols out here in Cali because, uh, you, they still check your vaccine card to go into restaurants and all of this stuff, and everybody going to know if Kyrie in there, he ain't, he ain't been jabbed up. I don't know how he's going to deal with ocean air. Ocean air, perfect weather, lower your IQ by 8 to 10 points for sure. <laughs> Maybe that's what he needs. Maybe that's what he needs. When he when he loses 10 IQ points, he'll be down here with the rest of us and just want to play some basketball. Yep. All right, uh, final thing up. This was a tragic story that we woke up to this morning. Um, Jalen Ferguson, uh, outside linebacker for the uh, Baltimore Ravens, was found dead last last night. And this was absolutely just, dude, all these young guys dying. It has just impacted me the, the, the most. But... But Ralph actually had something that I thought was very interesting on the on on it that I thought was noteworthy. Well, we get our information. You and I get get our information from like Twitter, right? That's it comes down the pike. And the the thing about getting your information from Twitter is you're you're exposed to the reaction to the information. And so you not only get the information that Jalen Ferguson passed away at 26 years old, just like a day after we find out Caleb Swanigan passed away at 25 years old, um, former Portland Trailblazer and Sacramento King, like you, um, you know, you get this information and then you immediately are subjected to people talking about whether they were vaccinated or not, or whether a vaccine killed them. And that, like that, that stuff is, it's, it's horrifying. Like we don't, it's okay just to wait. We don't know anything. All we know is it's tragic, and tragedy is is unfulfilled potential. This is an athlete who I think what I was reading uh, didn't go to his own like draft party so that he could help with tornado relief. Somebody who was you know their athletic accomplishment. They're like the all time sack leader at, at at La Tech, and they're out in, in in Baltimore getting reps on a good defense, and they're found in a in a twelve hundred foot uh, square foot townhouse you know, un- unresponsive. Uh, and that like, that's horrifying. Like, yep. I don't know what to, I, I don't know what to make of that, but the, the entire idea that people are just throwing out that like, Oh, was he vaccinated? It's a vaccine. The vaccine is killing athletes. The vaccine's killing all these celebrities. It's just, you, that's what you're seeing in the, in the replies to all this stuff. When you and literally like, have we, no idea. No, it's super irresponsible, super irresponsible. People don't care. People who do that type of stuff, they don't, they don't they don't have empathy for the family. They don't all they want to do is make sure that whatever preconceived notion or thing that they had latched onto or thing that they're paranoid about gets some sort of oxygen in the wake of a of a terrible thing that happened. And it's starting to like starting to really get to me, man. It's starting to me it, it, it I've I've seen a lot and been through a lot on on uh, on Twitter.com that you know I, I feel like I got a steel stomach by this point, but People just dropping the word vaccine in the in in the replies to every death is like, man, what level of insensitivity have we reached? That even even in in whatever universe, even if you ended up being right, what have you done? Yep. What good have you done? Everybody that's going to get vaccinated already got vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's the uh, the uh, haze in the barn already, buddy. The haze in the barn. Um, 
last thing up, and I probably should have put this earlier because it's totally going to change the uh, mood, but I wanted to get Ralph's reaction to uh, a picture. And this is a picture of a married couple. Um, and one of one of their outfits, Ralph hates. That is Dwayne Wade <laughs> and Gabrielle Union. First of all, did, did Gabrielle Union shave shave her head, or is that like, she, like her it. hair is pulled back in a ponytail? Um, I don't know because we've seen her with her hair pulled back in like fifteen different movies. That looks like a like a shaved head. Yeah, and uh, he's wearing out a Utah Jazz all yellow jersey with with with. It looks sheer, dude. It looks like it one does. of those fishnet Morris Day in the Time. Like it looks very eighties. Very Milli Vanilli. Yes. Yes. And you now, what is your reaction to this photograph? I just, it, this is pretty universally hated when the, the jazz put out their new, their new uh, jerseys. And I know that he's a minority owner. I actually yes. kind of like the ownership group. That, a that, minority, that, that. minority owner. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I don't like seeing Dwayne Wade in a jazz jersey for any reason. I know it is uh, weird. It's been pretty rare to see any NBA player after they're retired don a jersey of a team they never played for. So even that is like, it makes me feel like, oh, this is one of those ESPN photoshops, <laughs> but for fashion. Um, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't hate it, but I definitely don't like it. It, I, it's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a cold day in hell before I support anything the Utah Jazz do. What but, do you think about them not having any purple in their uniforms? Like us, uh, aside from like the throwback, like that their everyday jerseys are essentially black, yellow, and black, yellow, and white. The purple to me is the is the way they get. I identify with them being in purple more than I identify with them having the Jazz name even on their jersey because it's it always seemed like it's like flint tropics like the thing that will ferrell came up with to be funny in you know in the basketball movie he did like it's not supposed to make utah jazz like i've been i've hung out in downtown salt lake plenty of times ate at the blue iguana there's no jazz music probably never will be like it's not it the whole the whole name has always been goofy so for them to abandon the purple which is like representative of the of, of the horizon a really unique landscape out there and and to just have the I don't I don't know maybe it's a shout out to I the, feel like they're uh, supposed to have the purple and the and the green like I really wasn't feeling like those and I know that it was like that the scenic jerseys were last year that they were actually more reminiscent of the colors and the landscape out in Utah but I gotta tell you I didn't like it that much I would love to see them surrender the name the Cleveland Brown style right I'd love to see them surrender the name. So that New Orleans can get it back, because Pelicans are probably the dumbest name in in the NBA. And then if they want to keep that that jersey setup, then name the team after something that Utah is actually like well known for. And I know it sounds like a WNBA name, but call them the Hive. The Hive. Yeah, man, that's what they're they they that's what they're famous for out there is the bees. I didn't know that. I I, I call them the Rockies. The Utah Wait, Rockies, yeah, or the uh, <laughs> I don't know the uh, the uh, the uh, Utah everything closes early's. <laughs> the um, 
the, the Utah the, uh, family home evenings. Yes, the uh, Utah Lakes. Ah, uh, no, you got the Lakers. The Utah Snowcaps. Utah Shakers. <laughs> Salt Shakers. The or or the uh, Utah we used to employ a pedophile, but we now don't. Um, <laughs> All right, that is Reister Wrong today. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amster. Peace out. Catch you guys later. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that. And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.